Welcome back to the show. Uh, today we're sitting with Holly West. Holly is a medium that has been very, very integral in helping me discover the gifts that I have and the gifts that I'm stepping forth towards. Um, also helping me communicate uh, in a deeper way with my guides, my ancestors, and uh, is just a, an amazing human being to talk to. She's got a lot of, of really deep spiritual uh, knowledge and an understanding of the Claire's that um, is very admirable. Uh, so I hope you get something out of the conversation. We'll see you on the other side. Right, welcome back to our show. Uh, today, uh, sitting with me is one of the nearest and dearest newer friends of my life. Um, I met I met you about what two years ago, I think, year Gosh, and a half, two years it ago. It's been that long. Yeah, yeah. we. Uh, I, I Monica had worked with you, and then she got me a she session did. with you for our anniversary. Yeah. And then from there on, it was just Holly's my best friend, and we're going <laughs> to talk every month now. And we're going to either Zoom call or right. meet in person. Um, so Holly was a, is a is a medium. Um, she has a company called uh, Cedar Grove Medium, and uh, Holly is a shaman. Has been working with those shamanic powers and gifts for uh, for a number of years now, and um, and like I said, she was uh, brought into my life as a um, an unassuming to me teacher that I didn't know I needed until I met. Yes. And uh, one of my favorite quotes in the world is when the student's ready, the teacher appears, and that was the definition of the start of our friendship. It truly was. Yeah, it went that way really quick quickly with you definitely very quickly I do want to just one thing I am not a shaman I okay. would love to have been one but I wasn't born one okay but I do and I love and I've learned their modalities mm. okay so is that so is that um uh, and just to clarify on my end so I don't yeah. uh, you know because yeah. I you know there's the appropriation there's colonization of all the you know the, yes. the different modalities that are out there and so is that a, a way to honor and make sure that we're not appropriating the idea Most of what definitely. a shaman is. Perfect. Most definitely. I believe that in order for you to be a shaman, you would have had to have been born into that. There's so very uh, many different modalities that go towards that. But no, mainly what I do is I have learned from their modalities mm. and I have learned from their healing methods. Um, and I feel very fortunate to even have a piece of that, hmm. just a tiny piece of that, because their knowledge is so vast and yeah. so great, and I honor that every single day. Um, with, but yeah, I'm not a shaman. I have learned their modalities, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, with shamanism, um, you know, in, in my understandings of shamanism, shamanism kind of manifests in a mo multiple different cultures. Yes, definitely. Um, and so is there, um, so is it honoring all the cultures by honoring, or do you have a specific style of shamanism that you that I work, through? work through? Yeah, there. I believe that it's an honoring of all types of different shamanic cultures, but I believe that every single... I don't even want to call a tribe or I, whatever we want to describe that as. They have their own modalities. Mm. There's Peruvian, there's, there's uh, you know, uh, people of this land, this beautiful, wonderful land that have learned from the land. Uh, there's different ways, and I believe that every single one of them bring forth something special and something that is unique. Mm. Um, as far as what I do, I began as a medium, really who didn't really know what she was doing, but was really, really happy to have learned and to found a teacher who was able to teach me how to get in contact with my spirit guides mm -hmm. and with those who know more than I know and who are able to help me with my gift. And through 
shaman uh, through their ways and through the modalities. That is how I connected. Beautiful. Yeah. How did you uh, How did you come across your teacher? How did you guys meet? Gosh, that meet? was like, again, like you said, the teacher comes. Yeah. Um, I was very young when I realized that I had this particular gift, the one where I could see and hear and understand what spirits were saying to me but being very young and not knowing what to do with it what, I mean what do you do right right you say what do you mean they're standing right over there and everybody's like whoa I don't know what you're seeing but okay and how old was young oh gosh I just remember oh, from the very almost beginning just mm. always being able to see things that weren't there or being able to hear things and my mom, bless her cute heart, she <laughs> she would always say to me, because she really didn't know what else to do, she would say, Holly, the veil is very thin for you. Mm. But that being said, she didn't know what to do with it either. Right, yeah. So neither did I, quite frankly. So I kind of shut that down. Well, that's an interesting approach for a parent to take, mm -hmm. too, because a lot of what I've heard, and not necessarily experienced, because I don't know if I really had a lot of at least understanding of any clear senses or, or intuition when I was younger, um, but a lot of my experience um, and the stories I've heard is parents dismissing a lot of that intuitive moments of, uh, you know, let's say child comes to mother and says, hey, mom, I see a person over there. And then mother's <laughs> like, um, no, you don't stop it. Go, go sit over there and play with whatever. Let's get the spray for underneath the bed. <laughs> right, exactly. With the boogeyman. Uh -huh. Yeah. No. So a lot of our intuition is dismissed <laughs> a lot. It's as very much so dismissed. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's a part of us that, that actually gets taken away because of that. Right. My mother, she's just, she was such a lovely woman. She never once denied that what was happening to me was happening, mm. but she also didn't know how to help me through it. Right. Uh, so because of that, I shut it down as best I could for a lot of years. And really, that's a pretty big part of your life to be shutting down, right? right? Yeah. When, when you're seeing things and hearing things and they're trying to give you messages and you're not responding to them, you know, spirits can get a little... <laughs> a little impatient, huh? A little impatient, yeah. <laughs> so as best I could for a lot of years, I shut it down. And then as I got older, um, I realized that it was becoming more and more of an issue and I needed to find a teacher. Hmm. And I remember I was working in a particular job and there happened to be somebody there that was going to through some courses uh, because she was coming up with some similar uh, feelings and, and ideas as I was. And, and I looked at her and I said, well, what is this that you're doing? And she explained it to me. And from that moment on, I knew where I was supposed to be. I then joined and I was able to learn directly from my teacher. And mm. she, oh, she's just a wonderful, wonderful teacher. And I feel very fortunate to have found that. Mm. But yeah, the teacher finds you and you find the teacher when the time is right. Definitely. Are you still working with your teacher currently? The same I do teacher? work some with her, yeah. Um, <clears throat> as I've always like explained to people, one modality will find you, but then several others will come forward. At this, yeah, at, you know. I remember you did tell me that, yeah. Yeah, all the time you may start working down one lane and then here comes another lane and you're like, wait a minute, should I go over there? Yeah, I guess I'm supposed to go over there for a little while. So yes, I do still work with her. I still teach from her teachings thank you very much I love you mm. um, but I also have incorporated many different things I, I've got different modalities and mm. directions that I have continued yeah. I'm also a Reiki master right so mm -hmm. you are yes as well definitely, yeah I had found that when I did Reiki it was easier to connect with my clients that way um, through Reiki mm. 
but again, then I found, wait a minute, it's actually a little bit easier if you're sitting down face-to-face -face with somebody and doing a reading. Right. So I do a lot of readings, which nice. is how you and I originally met. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You had a beautiful, beautiful reading, a beautiful first reading. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That was something that was, it was, you know, I think, uh, you know, I had a, I had a healthy bit of skepticism when we, when we first sat down. Yes, and I think did. that's good for anything in this, in this realm, you know, or actually in this world, you know, it's good to have some healthy skepticism. I just would so be we're nervous not, if they didn't. Right. We just yeah. don't blind, blindly walk in and say, yeah. I'm going to believe anything you tell me, yeah. please tell me something nice. Um, and, uh, but you know, within, I think the first, like maybe 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, I, I love this woman. <laughs> she is definitely supposed to be in my life. And I am definitely supposed to learn from you. Well, and thank you. Uh, and so that was that was a very reassuring moment for uh, a healthy skeptic to to step into that feeling. You were a healthy skeptic, one hundred percent. I remember before we even met, listening to my guides as I sit before I meet with my clients and I meditate on the direction that we're going to go. They mm -hmm. kept telling me over and over, "He's coming," but boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much you're going to get in. Just keep trying. And so uh, we kept trying and it was absolutely beautiful. I recall your first reading. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, you'd mentioned Reiki, um, just a moment ago. And yeah. that was, um, that was for me the, the connecting of dots. Um, it was needed. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I never understood the feelings that I had or the messages I was receiving or that they were messages period, even though I couldn't understand them. Uh, until I was attuned and I felt that initial kind of spike in mm -hmm. my left hand from where I feel energy. And that was a big wake up call to me be like, Oh, Oh, it's, it's not just everybody else. I can, I can feel this stuff too. And you do. And I do. Yeah. yeah. And now it's, um, and now that I've had Reiki and, and been attuned and feel that activation through me, um, I now, I can, I can, I can now sense what I was missing. I just still don't understand it fully. You know, I still don't understand. Like I hear buzzing in my ears or I'll feel mm -hmm. like a palpitation in my heart during certain times. And, and it's, it's a trigger for me to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention and I'll cock my ear to a certain spot or like, okay, I, I feel like yeah. something's coming to me. And I've, we've made, I've made this joke to you before, but it's for me, it's like, uh, you know, seeing, seeing sound and hearing colors. You know, so you're trying to connect yes. parts of your brain that yes. aren't supposed to connect. Right. Um, but um, but just that um, that attunement and that understanding now n lets me know that there's something trying to communicate with me, even though I can't understand them yet, or at least I can't. I'm not um, consciously understanding them. Correct, and that you know, there there's a word for that, and it's a it's a word that I keep hearing over and over and over when I have my clients and people come to me and they sit in front of me. And they're speaking to me of their gifts and talents or of the things that are coming forward for them. And I ask them, I say, well, tell me, where do you feel it? What do you, what do you feel? And the answer that they always say to me is, it's just a knowing. Mm -hmm. And to me, the knowing is spirit trying to touch your heart and touch your inner peace that is the healer. And through that, if we can stop and listen to what spirit is saying to us through touch, through emotion, through smell, through feeling, through that little tingle in your left hand, yeah. then we know that we are actually receiving the messages that we need to receive so that we can help one other. Hmm. That's honing in on what you already have. People come to me all the time, and most of the time people have some sort of a gift. Mm -hmm. There's something that's attached to them, and that's it, it's, there's a part of it. And what I do is I teach them, I help them to know that what they are feeling is real. 
it's not just a tingle because I was sitting on my hand, <laughs> right? Right? Or I've got a pinched nerve. Uh-huh. It's the real thing. It's it's the tingle is coming from spirit and quite frankly from your guides, yeah, who want to work with you and who have been waiting for a very long time. Mm. Yeah. A question for you with uh, with working with clients, and I know you're really I shouldn't say really, but I know you're selective about people that you work with, which is I respect and uh, and yeah. uh, totally understand why. Um, one of the things that I've encountered with myself on a, on a smaller scale, but have read a lot about, and I think reading a lot about it has made me very cautious about my own journey with this. But as you start to step into these gifts, sometimes our ego gets involved and we think that we are the gift and we're the reason the gift is there Mm -hmm. and not that the gift was gifted to us for us to utilize to help. 100%. Um, How does that, I mean, so, and luckily, not luckily, in my career so far helping people, I haven't encountered that strong of an ego. Um, You have a beautiful ego. Thank you. <laughs> it's still there. It's, it's still they there. All exist. They're, they're all going to be there. They you know? always there's, will. I think you know. Yeah. There, I finally getting to it a point to where I understand my ego needs to be a part of me, it and does. I don't need to just pry it away from me. Right. Uh, so with that idea, you know, how do you work with a super ego in that kind of way to help get that back into an understanding of this is our gift, not your gift? Correct. You know. I... They call it, and it's, and this was I learned directly from my teacher, it's almost as if you're taking that part of your head that thinks that it knows more than you do. You're taking it, you're placing it on your shoulder, and you're saying, all right, I'll come back to you later. <laughs> right? So you're, you move yourself away from it, and you say to yourself, I'm here for you, Great Spirit. This is my time with you to help another. Now, that just doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot of process and a lot of getting to really know who you are. and getting to the deep down bottom part of, oh, wait a minute, that's why my ego is there. Mm. And if we can do that and we can become more in touch with who we are, it's funny, that ego tends to fade away just a little bit by little bit by little bit. And then we become more genuine. We come, my favorite word is authenticity. Mm-hmm. We become more authentic with who we are and we become more authentic with our communication and we become more authentic with our connection with great spirit. Mm. And if we can do that as healers and as people that are wanting to become more close, well, that's not great grammar, but who want to become <laughs> closer, I should say, to great spirit and to our gifts and talents, then we're able to put our ego aside even if it's just for 30 minutes to help another person during a Reiki session or through your wonderful sound sessions or wherever we're going, whatever modality we choose. But I can tell you it does take work. Yeah. And it doesn't just happen overnight. But there's a lot of gentle and a lot of love involved in that. And if your teacher is doing that for you, you've got a good teacher. Yes, and uh, the, I think that the for me the gentle and the love were the two missing components from my um, attempting to well in the mission in the beginning attempting to rid myself of the ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not loving my ego. I was I was done with it, and I said, okay, get 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 out of here. I'm done. I'm done with you. Get out of here. <laughs> I had a really, I talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but I had a really strong plant medicine journey months and months ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I cried with my ego and I tried to kick it out and I tried to pry it away, the virtual crowbar, you know, all the things. Yep. And then I finally had a moment of exhaustion that I sent love to my ego 
and I told it how much I loved it and appreciated it for raising a family, for having a career, for establishing the roots that I need to be able to grow as a spiritual human being. Mm -hmm. And from then, it was almost like the ego finally trusted me to do the work that I'm doing. It still has a lot of questions and it still it has a lot yeah. of like hands raised and, and <laughs> like confused dog ear cocks. Like, like where's what, this? What is, what what is, is this? that? You know, like I, I make the joke, I, uh, you know, I'll be over a client, you know, working on a client doing Reiki and sound and, um, and you know, cor I call him corporate Adam, my ego corporate Adam will mm -hmm. pop up and say in my head while I'm trying to channel my higher self and give this, this client Reiki and this loving energy, uh, that the, my corporate Adam will come up and be like, Hey. Hey, do you realize you're just pantomiming over this person, right? Why don't you put some shoes on and get a real job? It's been a while. And, and you know, my higher self is like, it's okay, Adam. It's okay, ego. You could just, just be just over there. Just sit over there you're for okay, a minute. We'll know? come back over and see you in about yes. 30 minutes. Exactly. Bring us some juice and cookies. Make right. Feel and then good. we'll have that conversation. Right. <laughs> but right now, I'm sitting here serving this person through spirit. And, uh -huh. yeah, you know, ego is such a big thing. And I... I have to admit that for years and years, it was me thinking, wait a minute, this isn't really happening, or wait a minute, you're bigger than this, what are you thinking? And every time I thought that, I tell you, I got spirit smacked down. <laughs> every single time I thought that, spirit was like, what are you thinking? You're not any bigger than this work that you're doing. Mm. I do have to admit that it is something that you still have to work through. Yeah. Because you're accepting you're accepting energy, you're accepting work that sometimes you can't see, you're accepting a feeling, and it's, it's hard, yeah. it's hard to think, wait a minute, this is happening because I'm making this happen, and then as soon as I would think that, spirit would like, are you seriously thinking you're doing this? Right, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are? And uh -huh. I'm like, oh, whoop, you know what, you're right, I'm not. <laughs> this <laughs> is all you. <laughs> So you were so you were young when you started to understand your gifts. I was very young. And um, yeah. so, what are what, what are some of the gifts that you have worked through and working with now? So a lot of my gifts, I have to tell you, are protections. Okay. I um, I remember vividly uh, being very young and, and having these conversations with these spirits and being like, "Well, what do you mean, Mom? These are like." like right here and she'd be like no okay that's okay right I'm gonna move over here and, uh, and I would look at her and and she would be no you know that's not happening or yes that's happening but I don't know how to help you so what would happen is as I got older and and, and wiser I thought <laughs> I thought that I could drown it out oh okay yeah right yeah. like I, I thought that I could sing a song repetitively when they were actually speaking in my ear and, oh, that's going to take care of it. That's what I need to do. Right. Or this is what's happening. Oh, I'm going to look over here and pretend like I don't <laughs> see what's going on over there. <laughs> so what it came down to, I wasn't living a true authentic life. Yeah. So a lot of what I would experience was a little frightening too, to be quite frank with you. So I lived my life without protection. I lived my life with wide open, walking around with a vacancy sign over the top of my head saying, hey, anybody, come by, talk to me. And I would be so overwhelmed at some point that the anxiety that I felt from it was so extreme. Mm. And I didn't know the difference between mine and what was somebody else's, right? Right, yeah. So as I learned and as I met my teacher and I learned boundaries, I do a lot of boundary work. We talk a lot about boundaries in my teachings. And I 
learned that now when spirits come to me and they want to talk to me, and if it's not the exact right time, and I might be in the middle of something, I can say to them, I really appreciate your visit, but could you come back at 4 o'clock? Right? right. I, I need this time. I have this boundary. And guess what they do at 4 o'clock? Come right back. They're right back. <laughs> They're right there. And so I sit down, and I then am able to give it the time and the space that it's needed. Mm. I do a lot of boundary work. I teach a lot of boundary work. Yeah. I try to help people with their gifts and talents and being able to live a practical and a mystical life. Because let's face it, if you don't have one, you can't have the other. Right, yeah. It's nice to eat. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do need to pay our bills and we, we need to eat. We have to eat, eat right? The, so. Yeah, the boundaries is a, is a really big one. I just made a note of that. Um, I, have a, I have a couple clients that I'm working with right now. One that I'm... I'm uh, wanted to actually talk with you about referring her to you, but, um, but that, you know, that, that's exactly, I mean, everything you just talked about just now with yourself, with your own story Mm -hmm. resonates a lot with this, especially one client that I'm working with, um, to where it's like the floodgates have opened the, all the gifts have been activated and and we have no idea how to control (laughs) it. So every session that we work together, I'm surrounding her in a pyramid of of protection, um, chanting around her, talking Mm -hmm. with her guides to, to, be patient and to, you know, to help her create the boundaries that she needs. But I've not seen an explosion like this woman's gifts. And, uh, you yeah. do that. It, yeah. yeah, they really do. And I have to tell you right now, I'm seeing it more and more and more. I, I see more gifts coming out in people than I've ever seen before. Yeah. Um, it, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely wonderful, but it can be overwhelming for people. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of yeah, there's a lot of empaths that have that have contacted me that are a like, lot. I went from feeling nothing to feeling everything. I can't yeah. work, I can't act, I can't be a li- be a human. Everything is turned on right now, and and that comes down to a lot of of us being open, and all of a sudden our ancestors are saying, "Hello, yeah, can can you give us some help because we're trying to help you guys and." And let's, let's go down this path together. Yeah. But what we have to do is we do ha- still have to set boundaries around those things because we are human. We still have to live this life. Right. And we need to be able to walk a path where we're not constantly berated. And, and we have our own feelings as well as yeah. feeling those that are around us. Yeah. I work a lot with, I do a lot of ancestral work. Yes, you do. A lot of ancestral work. And I believe strongly that if we can heal backwards, we can also heal forwards. Mm. And when I do my readings and when I do my my ancestral work with people, we're able to actually bring forth some of those things that they need to work on. Let's say it's alcoholism or right. let's say that there's a, a, I don't know, there's a connection to self-abusing or however that comes forward. I have found so very much that it goes backwards, it goes to the middle, and then it goes forward. And if we're able to stop that pattern of whatever it may be by working with our ancestors, we're much healthier both in this life and, quite frankly, moving forward with the rest of our lives. Yeah. So there's a lot of work that goes on. There's a lot of different pieces that are put together in this energy work, in this thing that we call energy work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring all the modalities forward that you want to. You can bring the crystals. You can do however you want to have that happen. But what it comes down to is feeling it, working with it, loving it, being a part of it, but also being protected. Mm. 
and knowing that we can walk our lives not just blinders with blinders on we can walk forward with both feeling and living at the same time that's beautiful yeah you're a great feeler by the way Uh, not in that you know but (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're wonderful with your gifts and talents in that way. Thank you. Thank beautiful. You. That's been, uh, you know, the, the I, you know, I, I used to joke with my friend Colleen about how I, had, I, I got skipped over on the spiritual superpowers. <laughs> Everybody's got superpowers except for me. Like people no, can see yeah. energies and feel energies and stuff. I'm just over <laughs> here just doing things. And, um, but once we started working together it, and, you know, I got attuned for Reiki not too long before that. Uh, but you know, the work that we've done together have really helped me to understand the gifts that I have mm-hmm. and the, the ancestor piece that you added into it, that knowledge that you, that you gave, that you gifted to me was, uh, was, it was very, very loving. And, and it was one of those messages that I never knew I needed to hear until I heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and it, it, it really, you know, although I'm still working to understand the, the messages that I'm being given, the ones that I do understand, I, I get a lot from my dad. And, um, yeah. and it's the, uh, the appreciation for doing the work that he couldn't do. Yes. And, uh, and that it, it makes me, I'm so, I'm so one, I, I, there's like multiple layers of this for, for me. There's like the, 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 the fact that my dad is the, the fact that I feel my dad's still proud of me. Very. Which is, which is a big one. Your parents, you know, we mm-hmm. want our parents and our loved ones to feel some kind of pride or love for us in my dad's past. So it's nice to still know that I can still feel that. Um, but the, um, I, I, I have a hard time connecting with my lineage, my blood lineage. Yes. Um, I'm Polish and German. Um, I, it's not something those, those aren't areas of my life that I really resonate with. Um, granted, I haven't really put the old college try out there to resonate with Polish and German roots. Um, uh, but it's not something that innately just is resonant with me. Um, but knowing that there is a line of ancestors, a line of masters, a line of guides that are all, um, there to hold space for me while I journey, but that journey is also helping them and helping Correct. the future down the road. Correct. Um, it, it made it made, I don't know, it just made things make more sense to me. It, it was almost comforting. Ancestor work is some of the most powerful work that I believe that we can do. Yeah. And I honestly believe that the more we get in touch with our ancestors, the more we listen to their guidance, the healthier we become, the more that we understand that, wait a minute, he had the same problems I had way back when, and now he's working through me to make this better. Hmm. Um we, we sometimes continue those patterns forward. If we can put a stop to those patterns and think about our lineage and how wonderful it will be for them. Ancestors past, that have passed, absolutely love us. All they want to do is to be here to help us and to join with us and to make things better. Sometimes through the work that we do, we can even help make things better for them. Hmm. We can bring those forward. We can talk about those things. We can heal from those things. That definitely, the you having the Polish and the German and this, that, and the other. Well, let's talk about all the pieces that are coming forward that they're not ancestral, but they are definitely attached to you mm. because they want to help you. Those right. are your guides. In some cases, people's guides are their ancestors, but in most cases, they come from other places. Right. It's just a matter of getting in touch with those energies so that we can feel them and work through them. 
Yeah. And that's kind of what I think I do. Basically, that is what I do. That's, I mean, that's been our, our path. You know, you've our been, path, uh, yes. you know, identifying some of the energies that I can work with. Uh, one of the last journeys that we took together. You, yes, very powerful journey for whew, you. Man, I'm yeah. still unpacking that one. I've been <laughs> writing about that one. Actually, um, I had a, um, I had a meditation evening. I've been, I've been trying to get better about my, uh, throughout the day meditations. Mm-hmm. So I meditate every morning for about 45 minutes or so chanting and, and just wonderful. really yeah. set my, set my container for the day. And then about two to three times throughout the day now, I'm trying to sit for at least five minutes and just, you know, regroup, reset. And a couple nights ago, I was sitting after my day was done. Long day, long energy work. Had a couple clients and an interview. And um, and I was sitting there and I took three breaths. And um, of that third breath, it was like this container closed around my head. Mm-hmm. Right? I could feel like the pressure get, you know, around my ears. And um, and I, I felt... A, a strong feminine presence presence Wonderful. emanating through my through my like solar plexus up into my heart and uh and it, it was almost like this like wild yell of mm-hmm. sorts mm-hmm. and uh and it was um from my understanding it was a medicine woman that that has been with me for a very long time that I don't know what the connection was, but all of a sudden this medicine woman was like, Hey, guess who's here? Knocking on the door. I'm right here with you, dude. Get ready. Let's do this together. It's funny how they come forward. Yeah. And, and it happens when you expect it, the absolute, like I wouldn't expect that my guides came forward when they came. Yeah. However, I'm so very grateful that they did. Definitely. Right. Definitely. And we find too, that we have some that we work with every single day. Mm -hmm. These are our guides. I wake up every morning. I don't put my feet on the ground until I've given them thanks Mm. and gratitude for that day. But then as I'm moving forward throughout my day, there's other helpmates that come forward and that want to say, okay, hey, guess what? I'm here. Can we work together on this? And Mm. I'm like, well, come on in. Right? So you will find, and especially with you, because you are in the beginning of this journey, but you are on this journey Mm. and you will find more and more that they will present themselves to you. You will become very familiar with a few that you will work with continually and constantly. They will be the ones that hold your hand and take you through the day. Mm. But then there will be other ones that will come forward when you're working on a specific client and they will say, please do this for this client. This is where this needs to go. The part that we have to really work at is making certain that we're trusting ourselves, we're trusting our energy, that our ego is at the door, Mm. and that the messages that we're receiving are coming from a really good place. And how we do that is we know what it feels like. We know the difference between which energy has just come through the door and maybe it shouldn't be there, Uh and the one that is continual and you understand it and you know it and you have a relationship with it. Those are the protections that I speak of. We want to make sure that we're protected. We want to make sure that we have good energies always around us as best we can. And I think that it's important that we learn both. We need to understand and know they both exist good energies and maybe the ones that we want don't want to talk to too very much right yeah 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 what are uh what are some of the protection um either protection practices rituals that you have around you know like i in the morning i'll, I'll smudge myself in the evening i'll smudge myself when i have lots of clients same idea mm-hmm. um i involve chanting in my my um, cleansing practices um but what are some of those protection rituals that, that you practice or that you could recommend to people that are Dipping toes into energy work. You know, dipping your toe into energy work is first and foremost, I think, uh, it's exciting, Hmm. right? 
I think that you have to be careful which, uh, maybe which lake or which river you're dipping your toe into. <laughs> true, true. But, you know, some of my rituals are I live my life in a lot of prayer. Hmm. And through prayer, I, I speak to my guides and I'm able to understand and talk with them. I also do a lot of meditation myself. Before I begin with a client, I sit with my uh, myself and my guides and I speak of what's coming forward. We talk. I ask for their guidance. I ask for their protections. Hmm. And I give them thanks for those protections. I'm always walking and trying to live my life in gratitude around the things that they are giving to me, to be quite frank. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the other rituals that I do is I do a lot of planning. But when I say planning, it's planning with spirit. Mm, okay. It's, it's like, okay, spirit, look, I think I'm supposed to go this direction. I'm going to sit here and listen to you for a minute. What's your thoughts? And then I listen. I stop. And I listen. And once again, it's leaving that ego at the door. Mm. Because how am I going to get the answer if I'm too busy giving the answer to myself, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. If I'm asking the question, who am I <laughs> going to get the answer from, myself or from spirit? Right. I'm listening. So that's part of it. Another ritual that I do is I, I am a big uh, into like Palo Santo, using some sages. I do a lot of cleansing, mm. uh, both of my home, of myself, my car. I'm always saging my car, my poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, mom, again. Like, yeah. But I, I do a lot of protection work in that way. Um, and I, I rattle a lot. I enjoy the sound of a rattle. Mm. Uh, there's that, that's something to me that is very soothing and, and releases a lot of the energies around me that I no longer want or need. Yeah. So, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Do you, um, and, and this came up for me a while back, the question popped into my head and I, 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 I don't think, I think I know the answer, but just throwing it out there. Can you overuse your guides and your ancestors? <laughs> Because there's times where, like, you know, now that I know that they're around me, I, I, I call them in all the time. Yeah. Like, I'll call them in for my yoga classes, for my Reiki clients, for this conversation we just were having now. You know, and, and I, there was a time, there was a, a moment that popped in my head. That it was like, do they do they really want to be here? Are they, are they like, oh, God, here we go. Another uh, another author class, Adam. Come on. Oh. It's, it's scripted dialogue. You don't need us to be creative. You got this. You've been doing this for years. But I just, you know, I feel comfortable when I call him in. I call him Saraswati, the goddess of divine speech and knowledge. And, uh, and yeah. but yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I think I know the answer is no, but. Well, okay. Yeah. The answer is absolutely no. Okay. They are here for us. They want to be here for us. They want to be a part of this journey for us. Everything that they're doing to help us is helping pull forward ancestral back forward side everywhere it's healing the earth mm -hmm. it's bringing forth good energy and that's really what they want right so no you cannot overuse your guides <laughs> they enjoy being there for you in fact they've been waiting for years to be a part of this for you right they just kind of have been gently waiting and nudging you along the way saying okay wait a minute Maybe you should go over here. And you're like, I don't want to go over there. But then when you stopped and said, okay, wait, I'm going to go over there. And what did you find? You found joy. You mm. found happiness. You found contentment. That's what they're working for for you. Right. You cannot overuse your guides. <laughs> However, what I can caution you and what mm -hmm. I caution everybody is to use that with gratitude. To come forward with a lot of thank you mm. and a lot of I appreciate what you are doing for me. 
and an understanding that they really are offering you protections. They really are giving you the gift of knowledge that you need and that you are so listening to and wanting and, and needing. Right. They're giving that to you. So everything that I do is in gratitude for them. Everything that I do is in gratitude for them. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take a step without them. Let me tell you. I know. You know, and that's you know, I I do know that um, for myself, I, I do just thank them constantly. Mm-hmm. Thank you for walking with me. Thank you for allowing me to walk with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just and, and really, I mean, sometimes it's it's tearful. You know how much I it I is. wanted to just yeah. show love and thanks and support for them. Yeah, isn't it wonderful to be vulnerable like that? It it is. It really right? is. It is. Yeah. I I went from not crying at all, like years without crying, mm-hmm. even through traumatic experiences, to probably cry three times a day, <laughs> and and not like you know ugly cry, which is fine. Yeah, I ugly like cry ugly cries. Out. Yeah, I love a good but, ugly. But you cry. know, just just sitting there and just feeling the moment and yeah. feeling and and just having a tear come out of my tear duct and right. roll down my cheek and just feel that beautiful like. That, that beautiful trail of, of tear that just comes down my cheek. From it, source, from energy, so from you, from the changes that you're making. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, my whole idea on tears is that they're fear letting go. Mm. The more we cry, the better we are. I love that. The more that we release, the more that we're opening up to even better energy, to mm. better things in our lives to move in and move forward with. Yeah. Yeah. You have some beautiful gifts and talents that are coming forward very quickly for you. There, I, I'm, I'm feeling, and I, and, and that's another part of it is I, 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 I thank my guides for the gifts that I have, the gifts I'm stepping forth towards, but also the patience that they're showing and the patience that I have to step forth. And cause I, you know, I don't want to just pull the cheat code and all of a sudden I have all the gifts, you know, put the up, yeah. down, left, right, contra code in, and then right. here goes Adam, a spiritual God. doesn't like, work that way. No, you gotta, you gotta yeah. understand these things and step into them. So you don't feel like you are a spiritual God. You Correct. feel like you're working with the gifts and not, I am the owner of these gifts. Listen to my, my right. healing journey. Right. You know? And as I said, as soon as you do that, you get spirit smacked down. So, right. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to they're uh-huh. be like, oh, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I've learned, I've been doing this for quite some time, and I feel very honored to be in service to spirit through this. Mm. But I've also learned that the more that you work with it, the more that you work in it, the more it grows, the more it grows, the better you feel. It's, it's give and give, like and like. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. You, uh, you'd mentioned something a minute ago that uh, it seems like more people are kind of stepping into gifts mm-hmm. now. And, uh, and I, I have some opinions on that as well. And I, cause I, I do, I echo that. I, I do feel that uh, very strongly. Um, part of my, my reasoning behind that feeling is with, with COVID, right? We've, we've yeah. had a chance to finally not overwork ourselves mm-hmm. to not now, granted now we're, we're introducing a new stress from where another stress might be. You know, the fact that we've been working 60, 70 hours plus a yes. week. Um, now, you know, a, a lot of us had that time to not work. Some of us were compensated by workman's comp or uh, unemployment. Some of us had more stressors come along because we didn't have jobs and now we had to find different ways to make money. Yep. But I think in a big way, a lot of people um, finally had an opportunity to sit with themselves and to not always go and to not always do. And through a lot of that sitting with oneself, I think the intuition started kicking back into people because they weren't overstimulated to where they couldn't listen to that intuition anymore. And so some of that intuition has started to activate people's gifts again. Mm -hmm. And now they're sitting there like, 
what the? I had no. <laughs> this whole time, I thought there was nothing. I was agnostic. I thought I was just gonna go in a box and die, and then just decay. And now I have this inkling of a yeah. of a capital G knowing yeah. that I might have something after this. And now I can feel your feels, and I can understand why you're crying, even though I haven't talked to you. Like, what the f is going on with my right. world? Right. Where did this come from? Yeah. I think what happened is we were forced to slow down. Yeah. And I think that through that slow period of our lives spirit was like okay let's go let's heal Mm -hmm. people are listening and i think that it caused a ripple obviously many ripples in the world um but i also think that what it did was it opened up a door Mm. for us to be able to listen to what's really inside of us to stop for a minute and to think wait whoa you mean this is real Mm -hmm. these feelings that i'm having are not just like something that I'm feeling as I'm driving down the road. This is real. This is crazy. Yes, I believe strongly that spirit has touched people through this horrible part of life that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's opened up many, many, many doors. And I think that we need only grab a hold of that and work further in it. And if we do that, we will become more and more whole through it. Mm. It's funny, my business, or my practice, I guess you could call it, was a lot of me doing one-on-one mediumship readings, and I love them. Mm-hmm. They, they make me so happy. Yeah. I get to connect ancestors with their people, and, and it's so lovely when that happens. But it is slowly changing, and what's happening, more and more people are coming to me with questions, and they want to know why, and they want to know how to work in this and how to work towards more healing in their own hearts. Mm. And I think, again, (laughs) through these modalities and through Great Spirit, we're able to connect them with the pieces of them that maybe they silenced because they were working 80 hours a week (laughs) or maybe they silenced because, oh, my gosh, I have six mortgages or, you know, those pieces of, of life fell away a little bit. Now a couple other pieces came forward that we've been worrying about, but by those pieces falling apart or falling away, people were able to be more open to what they were truly feeling. I have more and more people coming to me right now saying, help me, what is this? Mm -hmm. Why am I hearing this? And I know that I didn't see that before. Why do I see that now? And what is that sparkle that I'm seeing in my room? And why did I just know that he was going to come around the corner and then there he was? And it's wonderful to have uh, so many people getting in touch with their intuition. Yeah. 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 Not unlike yourself. Right. Yeah. And it's a, it's a scary journey. There's a, a scary journey. There's a lot, you know, there, it, it shakes up a lot of our belief systems. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) you know, my journey through energy healing has given me the courage to stop drinking Mm -hmm. and which has opened up my intuition a lot stronger. A lot. Um, and I think, you know, there's opportunities like that, that we have in life that, are very scary because, you know, for myself, I identified, I, I built an identity around drinking alcohol, drinking wine. Partying, having a good totally, time. Totally, yeah. Being you know, the social butterfly. Yeah, I was like, Adam oh, loves yeah. to drink a bottle of wine there every he night, is. you know? Like, look at that, hey, get a, get a glass of wine, Adam, he'll be fine, you know? And uh, and so, you know, that identity is revolved around that. Mm-hmm. Our relationships are, you know, things like that. And as we introduce, you know, these, these new ideas into our lives, that shakes our belief system and that could shake our friend groups. That could shake our family groups. There's that could a lot shake, of that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, uh, it, if you don't have a community to embrace you while you're finding these esoteric types of, of thinking now, you could be ostracized in ways. 
very true. You know, so it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of fear that goes along with, um, with discovering these gifts. Well, you know, the ultimate, uh, attest or, or I guess piece of this for me is that I, my husband is very much an engineer. Hmm. Prove it to me. Let me see it. I need to know what's happening. Can you give me the equation Show so that work. this works? I need to know. <laughs> yeah. And bless his heart, he he's finally at the point now where he's like, well, something is definitely happening because I can't explain these mm. things. But the ultimate part of that was is that he had to learn how to retrust mm. what we were. And so it's been a work in progress for him as well. And as I was starting to learn and trust more and more what I had and how it was showing up and what I was supposed to do with this, he then had to learn how to retrust that his wife was learning these new things and that she was completely different than how we were when we were first married. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that falls away and a lot of stuff that falls in when you start to accept your gifts and talents. And it's a beautiful journey, absolutely beautiful journey. And it's... Um, one full of love, laughter, pain, sorrow, <laughs> you name it, you name everything and it's in there. Yeah. But bless his heart. Wow. He really had to, <laughs> <laughs> he had to change a lot of those thought processes. Like, uh-huh. oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. There's times where I, uh, you know, I'll go through big, uh, movements in my, uh, my journeys and my, my mm-hmm. work and, uh, and I have to check back in with Monica and be like, Hey, are we? You oh, still, oh, you still feel okay with me? Are we there? We're all right. Yeah. No. yeah. I, I changed a bit. Am I still working? Okay, we're good. All right, cool. Got it. We have we've had a lot of those meetings, by the way. Yeah. A lot. Like, do you see where this is going for me? Well, I see it, but I still don't see the equation. But I'm going to go ahead and trust it. So, uh-huh. it's it's been a long process. But I can tell you that the people that fall away, the ones that maybe are no longer a part of your life once you come into this Mm -hmm. are probably the ones that it's okay that they have fallen away. We still love them. We still cherish them. But maybe there was a part of what was going on in their world that was not healthy for your world. Right. Yeah. I, you know, for, for personal experience, I left an entire industry because of that. Yes, you did. I, the restaurant industry, which I I loved and it raised me and it gave me a career and it gave me food on the table and, Mm -hmm. and security for my family um, as soon as I started to get serious about my spiritual journey, that was the friend that I had to leave. It just wasn't healthy for me anymore. Correct. The, and the, 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 I mean, the, the stereotypes, the, uh, sexual jokes, um, the just late nights, the, late nights that, yeah. the, the, the indulgings mm-hmm. of whatever kind of substances, you know, and it's, I finally got to a point to where that if I wanted to progress and I wanted to be serious about my next steps in life, I had to shed that. And yes. that was a huge one for me because I have a lot of good friends and family that are part of that industry that I still love and cherish um, and I support, but I could not be part of that anymore in my in my journey. Mm-hmm. That was hard for me. That is a really big piece for you, Adam. You took a very big leap where that um, was for you. The, the change in your life has been phenomenal, but you took that first leap. Yeah. And that leap is the difficult one. Now, I'm not saying that everybody needs to leave their jobs in right. order to become more of a spiritual being. I still have my daily adventures as being a mother and, and a wife, and, and everything that I go through is still there. I call that living in the practical and the mystical. Mm. But what I can tell you is that those parts of my life are definitely more enhanced because I'm living a more authentic life. 
And through this journey, that is really what we want. Yeah. We want authenticism. We want to be able to say to ourselves when we wake up and look in the mirror, guess what? You're on a good path here. This may not be the easiest path mm. that you can take. Right. Looking at yourself is not easy. Yeah. Stopping and opening up and looking inside and being like, <laughs> whoa, what were you doing? Uh-huh. Is not always the easiest path. Yeah. But I can tell you that if you walk it with spirit and if you open yourself up to something's greater than something that is greater than yourself, you will learn. You will move forward and you will do so with a greater heart, a heart of love and a heart of compassion. Yeah. Which is really, isn't that what the world needs right now? Man, we do. Do we, we not do. need to heal her? Yeah. With a little bit of compassion and love? Definitely. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. And that, you know, that self-healing journey is one of the hardest things that you'll ever do in your life, but nobody's going to walk it except for you. Oh, no. So yeah. if you want any progress done in that area of your life, it's all up to you. You know, I, there's yes. there's the healers around us, like yourself, or that that have healing modalities that can help us along, but the healer is the person doing the work, right? Yes. I'm not going to magic wave a magic wand and heal you. I can give you modalities. I can hold the space. I can transmute energies, but it's still your journey. It's that still your, your path to walk. Yes. I can hand you everything that you need. I can give it to you on a silver platter. What I can't do is do it for you. Mm-hmm. And even handing it to you on a silver platter, you're going to look at that platter and you're going to go, there's a little bit of brass on the side of that platter. <laughs> and it's not quite what I thought it was going to be. So can we put that to the side for now? <laughs> so part of it is accepting it too, right? Accepting that maybe the platter is not as as pure as we thought it was going to be. But, um, you know, doing your work, that's what it's, what I call it. It's doing your work. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing your work and you're moving forward, you know, everything's going to fall into place at once, but I can tell you that your journey will definitely be one of strength, one of, I just, the greatest soul piece that can come forward for you is through this work. Hmm. And you become more whole. Yeah. Right? Like I said before, sometimes you see things in there that you didn't know you were going to have to deal with. Yep. But yeah, you do deal with it and it becomes um, something that you can finally say goodbye to. Yeah, definitely. With uh, with the intuitive um, atrophied intu- intuition that a lot of us have, um, you know, that's a, that's a big trust that we have to it start is. putting back into mm-hmm. ourselves that we are our, our, uh, we are our best guides. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, what are some, uh, some practices that you have, or you could recommend to help people strengthen their intuitions to, you know, like, uh, just even just acknowledge the fact that there is one in there. Trusting, trusting is number one. And also there is some spiritual work that I believe everybody needs to do. There is no question. You you need to be able to move forward and take a look at yourself in mm-hmm. spirituality and say, what are my spiritual practices? Okay. Do I have one? Right? I'm not saying that you have to believe in a higher a God, if you want to call it that. Right. Because I believe that, that there's, it comes across in many different ways. It could be a tree. It could be you know anything that you truly believe in. Mm-hmm. But you put your belief in it. And you move into it and you learn to trust not only yourself, but you learn to trust the feelings that you are receiving. There's books you can read. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a modalities that you can go search out. But what I think it comes down to is being in touch with that part of you that is really searching for something that's greater than you. Mm-hmm. And that's not always easy. 
Yeah. But there's people that can help us along the way. There's beautiful Reiki masters. There's sound therapies. There's people like myself, mediums, who can get in touch with you and your ancestors, who can help you along your way, and who can present things to you. But I think the first step is trusting yourself and taking the first step and saying, something needs to happen in my life. Right. Something needs to help me change mm -hmm. or help me feel better. Right. Right? Yeah. There's so many different things that we can do, so many different ways that we can go with this. Yeah. But really what it comes down to is just feeling again. Right, yeah. The um, I think uh, one of the biggest practices for me with that was uh, the introduction of Oracle cards mm -hmm. and, uh, and yes. you know, using that as a daily poll to um, – to kind of highlight things that I'm just looking for throughout the day. Not to mm -hmm. tell me, hey, Adam, this is what's going to happen today right. to you. Um, but just to give me some ideas of like the energies I can work with or Correct. maybe some of the expectations or some of the things just to watch out for. Not that, again, not that that one card is going to be able to tell my future, um, but it gives me a, a, some parameters to work within and right. some things to kind of be monitoring. It's wonderful. I have people come to me all the time who, and I think every modality is a beautiful one, but they say, oh, I'm doing crystal work and it feels so good and it feels so wonderful. And then we'll be working and, and time will go on. And as we're working more and more, I find that the actual crystal work starts to fall away. And you know what they start to do is try to trust their own intuition. Right. And, and I'm not saying that the crystal is not you know, it's a wonderful, beautiful piece to get us to where we need to be. Mm -hmm. But really what it comes down to is trusting that it's ourselves and that right. we're working with spirit. Um, so yeah, it's funny. It is so funny the way that that happens because, again, I have so many people that come to me and, and they've got this modality that they're working through. And like, okay, well, yeah, let's work with that for a little while. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I've been not doing that as much. I'm now just kind of doing this where I listen and I'm talking and it's happening. And I'm like, well, wow, you're really trusting yourself, aren't you? <laughs> and I, yeah, I really am. Like, mm -hmm. welcome to your spiritual spiritual guidance. There you go. So, yeah. One of my first um, uh, experiences with that, with mm -hmm. leaving the, the talismans and leaving the crystals and the malas behind uh, was the first Vipassana that we did. We did mm -hmm. a 10 day Vipassana. Monica yeah. and I did a, a 10 day Vipassana retreat. Oh, they call it a retreat, but it's really freaking hard ass work. <laughs> you want to retreat from yourself. Um, but um, it's 10 day silent meditation. And yeah. one of the, I mean, there's a lot of stipulations no reading, writing, um, no talking. You have just two meals a day. You meditate for 11 hours and then mm -hmm. you have walking paths and you sleep. And that's pretty much it. And, uh, but one of the, the requirements was they, they, they want no spiritual talismans at all. So there's no yep. malas, there's no, um, no rocks, no stones, no meditation cushion or you meditation cushions. Yes. But, um, it, anything that's going to like amplify your meditation practice, leave it alone. You're just there to meditate. And, um, and in the, the very beginning I was like, no, I need my mala. I need this. You know, this is, this is my thing. Yeah. And, and I was talking to a good, good friend of mine, Tang, who's my meditation mentor, and uh, and he had really beautiful things to say to me. He was like, well, are you, can you meditate without your mala? Yeah, of course. I meditate without all the time. Okay, well, why do you need it there with you? Right. You meditate without all the time. Cool. Can you, do you meditate with your stones every day? No, they're around me, but I don't hold on to them. Okay, well, they're always around you. They're just a little farther away. Correct. I'm like, oh, God, you're making too much sense, Tang. <laughs> And, uh, and I got there and, and did ten, the, the 10 days, it was 14 days, 12 days altogether, you know, two days, uh, one day ahead and back end. And, um, 
And after the first day with, with just my ego wanting to hold on to something, yeah. um, it was totally fine. And I was, I was non-missing of, I was able to right. get deep into meditations. I had great experiences, hard experiences, um, cried a lot, yeah. was in a lot of pain, but I didn't have to have my mala or my obsidian mm-hmm. or whatever stone around me to, to help absorb the energies. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh. You know? But no, no, it was yeah, it was you, yourself, and spirit, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that that's basically where people end up. Um, I, I, at least that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. I know that some people they work beautifully through tar- through angel cards, through oracle cards, through tarot, through you name it. They work beautifully through that. I have a lot of people that come to me with crystal work and and that type of thing. But really what it comes down to is that if you put that crystal aside, do you still feel the energy? Right. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. So what I teach is learn to feel that. Live with it. Work with it. Talk to your guides about it. Mm -hmm. Ask them to give you the protections that you need so that you can walk that path. Yeah. Right. There's there's this path of, of being mystical and, and enjoying your 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 journey and being on it, and then there's the path of trust. They they walk they work in tandem. They're side by side, and both of them are equally important. Mm. You have to trust yourself. You have yeah. to trust the knowing. The What's knowing. the knowing? Mm-hmm. You have to trust the Definitely. knowing, and how we get there is we do our work. Yeah. And we do our work, and it's hard. And we keep moving through it, and then we can put the thing aside. And we can say, all right, I got this. Mm-hmm. I trust this. Wait a minute. Spirit's got this. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I had a woman on last week, um, uh, Danica. She's a practicing Wicca, and oh, okay. um, yeah. she's a herbalist also mm-hmm. at 30-plus years in, in both fields. And, um, and she was saying that um, one of her practices as, as a Wiccan and as a, an herbalist is to sit with plants mm-hmm. and to um, understand the energetic properties and qualities of the plant so then she could better utilize those as an herbalist. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that in uh, in some of her practices, um, not her so much, but one of her teachers, I think she said, but um, you can, so you can have like a plant, you can have multiple plants for multiple things, right? Plants, like holy basil is great for brain activation. Ashwagandha is good for adrenal gland repair, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. And one of the things she was saying was as a practicing Wiccan and as an herbalist, sometimes you get so dialed into a plant that that one plant can do anything you need it to because you've made the connection. And although the chemical composition of that plant is say, let's say to calm the body, um, through the deep work that that person has with that specific plant, she could utilize that to activate the body instead of calm mm-hmm, the body. Yes. So utilizing this one plant to be that um, that chameleon to really do whatever you need it to because you've created the relationship with that plant. Correct. You've created the trust, yes. mutual re- reciprocal trust, and now that plant can do whatever it wants. You and the plant are now in the knowing. Yeah. Right. That was a beautiful concept. The two of you can work together in tandem, and and it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. it's a way to move through things, you know. I and and you always hear from different spiritual leaders and and that type of thing where trusting the gift is is the part that right. that really gets you to where you need to be. She's trusting that 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 beautiful plant is working with her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and and even being what I do through my mediumship work. <laughs> 
it's trusting that what I'm seeing, I've heard this before from many, many different practitioners, even I think from you, trusting what you're seeing and, and relating that and knowing, okay, wait a minute, they wouldn't be showing me this four-leaf clover if it didn't mean something. Uh-huh. I trust that what it meant helped that person. Right. And in that particular case, it was a, a, a situation where her beautiful beloved who had passed would constantly give her four-leaf clovers. Mm. When they would go on walks, they would inevitably would find a four-leaf clover. And as she's leaving, I said, well, I don't know why, and I didn't tell you this, and I'm really sorry this was in the beginning of my practice. I said, but I keep seeing four-leaf clovers. And she just starts <sighs> sobbing. And I'm like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. Right? Oh, my gosh, what did I do? And she opened up her wallet, and she had a line of four-leaf oh. clovers that were from her husband. Yeah. So there's that part of trusting the plant medicine, trusting that the plant's giving you what you need, trusting that what spirit is giving you is real, mm. and it means something, and that it's to be conveyed. It's not to be held on to. Right, yeah. yeah. And, or interpreted. Correct. Yeah. It wasn't my interpretation of a four-leaf clover. It was just a four-leaf clover, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's they're beautiful, beautiful modalities, and there's beautiful ways to get to where you need to be in this spiritual work. And the journey is the fun part. It doesn't mm. always seem like fun. Yeah. But it is fun, and it is it is wonderful to open yourself up to what spirit has to offer. Yeah, yeah. And there, yeah, there is a, there is a, there is a fun aspect to it because yeah. like, like I was saying earlier, like I'll, I'll hear what I, I call it like a shimmery ribbon of, of sound in my ears yeah. and it'll make me perk up and be like, Oh, what was that? What was that? Who's and, talking? Yeah. What was going on over here? You know, and it almost invokes this like childlike uh, wonder yeah. inside of me because anything can be a thing. Anything's a possibility. It's mm-hmm. not this hard line, here's your box, Adam. If it doesn't fit in this box, <laughs> F it off because it doesn't make sense. Right, that's not real. Go over there. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I mean, I used to have spirits come to my bed in the middle. <laughs> oh, Lord. In the middle of the night, they would come and they would shake the bed and my, even my husband would wake up and, wow. and I would wake straight up just screaming before I knew what was happening, right? <laughs> and I remember him looking at me and saying, can you do something about this? <laughs> <laughs> and me being like, I don't know what to do. But then finding the teacher going through what I went through. Now they come. They don't get a chance to touch the, the bed yet because they're stopped. But, yeah. but you know, I'll wake up, see an eye, and I'll be like, you can come back at 7 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm sleeping, <laughs> exactly. right? And so because of the beautiful, wonderful protections that I do enjoy through my guides, they go and then they come back. So, yeah, it's just trusting that what's happening is really happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I, know. Husband. Husband. I know. Can you turn that Can off? Can you please? please do something about this? I'm Your trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. My kids would hear it. It was just the, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That, that household was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. But then we got it under control. Good. So far. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. We'll see what happens later. Now with your with your children, mm-hmm. are you seeing um, are you seeing gifts that they're um, starting to explore and and able to kind of coach them into to the well, understanding? That was of that? actually one of the bigger reasons mm, okay. that I finally went forward and did accept it. It's funny what parents do for their children, right? <laughs> you're willing to do things for them that you're not really willing to do for yourself in some right. cases. I do see some beautiful gifts and talents that are coming forward in my children. Um, you know, they, they're they still younger, mm-hmm. uh, well, teenage years, but 
I know that they will come through for them in an even greater sense, in a greater way. And by me accepting this, learning it, and becoming more in tune with it, I know that I will be able to help them along the way. I do believe that there's a strong hereditary piece to this. Yeah. A strong hereditary piece. And, and I, I, um, I watch them with great awe and with great <laughs> wonder, and I wonder how it's going to continue to come forward with them. Yeah. And I love watching their processes. It's absolutely fascinating to watch it from this side. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It really is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Like, do you realize what's around you right now? And they're, like, completely oblivious. And then they go, like, and they'll look over their shoulder. And they'll be like, it's okay. Just keep uh-huh, going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but it's fun to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've got two girls and uh, both, no, almost teenagers, um, 12 and 17. Beautiful girls. Yeah. But, yeah, they love lovely, lovely children. And, um, and you know, as intrigued as they are with this style of life that Monica and I live, um, there is not a lot of questions around it. It's more of just like, Dad and Monica do weird things. Right. That's cool. They have stones and they talk to things and they have they have energies and they love the sound bowls. Right? They, they right. like all the concepts right. of it. It's just the understandings I think is still not exactly. there. Exactly. Which is fine. I don't want to force this on them. You know, no. this wasn't forced no. on me. My parents didn't force religion or anything on me. Yeah. And, uh, but I do have those... Um, those uh, nonchalant check-ins mm-hmm. that I try to just drop in, be like, "Hey, Harps, how you feeling? <laughs> See anything weird today? What do you mean? Nah, just check in. Just where you at with that? Yeah. Feel any kind of weird energies? <laughs> what are you dead? I'm like, ah, you know, just trying to have a conversation. We're just know? over here. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. Yeah, I have to, the quick story. My son, uh-huh. who is just adorable, but he came to me one day. He was getting into a little bit of trouble. And it was like I just knew because parents always know. Right. And he just looked at me one day and he said, Mom, are you actually looking or are you just looking? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Buddy, <laughs> I'm not looking. I can just see what you're doing. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. But yeah, so. <laughs> Bless his heart. It, it would, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a fun household we live in. I can imagine. For sure. Yeah. The whole new purpose of eyes whole in the back of your head. Whole new huh? thing going on. Yeah. But you know, it's what is fun is that they've grown up with this as well. I've been doing this for ten plus years, and they've they've grown up with it. Mm-hmm. So they know what a spiritual practice is. They know. I'm not talking about a church practice, right. but they know what a spiritual practice is, and they know. They know that the connection is real yeah. and that it's there for them when they're ready. What a cool thing yeah. to normalize for them too. Right. You know, normalize the fact that there's energies around us. Normalize the fact that you're going to hear and see things you can't right. hear or see. Yeah. You know, and make that normal. So whenever you get older, you know, the, the community is so much easier to find. It is easier to find and it's easier for them to become uh, more who they're really supposed to be yeah. and, and be more in touch with their feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. At least I hope. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, the normalizing of, of odd and awkward topics, I think should be forefront for a lot of us, you know, Mm -hmm. the normalizing of talking about, you know, separations, the normalizing of talking about death, you know, normalizing, talking about like, you know, menstrual cycles, abortions, you know, all these things that make us kind of cringe and be like, Oh, why did you bring that up? Why did you say the word moist? It's like, come on, you know, We need to talk yeah. about this. No, stuff. we really do. And I do have a very open family. I am very fortunate with That's them. That's great. <laughs> Though, bless their hearts. <laughs> what they've had to go through with me has been quite fun. But I think they've enjoyed the journey, and I think that they're happy for it. Mm. And 
Oh, they're, they're just amazing, wonderful children. Yeah. I feel very fortunate. You Good. Know, very fortunate. <laughs> well, where is this uh, Where is this journey taking you to? Where, where are you continuing on? Like you the, know, the gifts that you're stepping towards, the, the practice you're, you're continuing yeah, to build? It's wonderful because, to be honest with you, I do not. I haven't advertised much. I haven't put myself out there in that way because my whole theory and my whole feeling towards the work that I do is that spirit places people in front of me when they're ready. Hmm. And I feel strongly about that. However, I do also feel a call towards teaching and a call towards sharing these gifts and talents for people so that they can step more happily and more easily into the life that they were meant to live. Mm. Um, not that every, you know, everybody's got their own destiny, their own journey, their own destination. But if this is in front of you and it's something that you're looking for, it's nice to know that there's somebody there who can help you. Amen to that. Because trust me, for a lot of years, I didn't know. Right. And yeah. there was nobody to help me. And I clung to things that I probably should not have clung to. But then I found my teacher. Right. So that is what my hope is. And that is what my my prayer is every morning to Great Spirit. Thank you. Is that I will be able to continue in this work. And I will be able to teach this work. And mm. I will be able to teach others to continue with their work. I like to do, like I said before, a lot of ancestral work. I really enjoy bringing forth people... Um, bringing them towards their guides so that they can work with those guides and so that their guides can work with them both in protection and, frankly, in healing. Hmm. Um, so I see a lot of that happening for me. I do see some some beautiful things coming forward with the written words. Hmm. Yeah, right it is on. happening. It's All lovely. Right. I'm very happy about that. Um, and just really continuing to do my work mm. so that I can then go forward and help others do theirs. Yeah. I love readings. I love them. I will never stop doing my readings. They're so much fun for me. It's You'd be amazed at how funny spirits are, <laughs> right? And most of my readings are just so full of joy and laughter because they're funny. Um, but I continue with that, with the emphasis on teaching. Beautiful. And yeah, moving more and more forward into that to help more people and to touch more lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was going to ask you if everybody's guides are funny or just mine because <laughs> they Yours just... are funny, by the way. I, every they time I really... talk to you and you talk about guides or ancestors, you're always <laughs> laughing and you know, like, oh God, what did you just say? Like, seriously, <laughs> that was funny. No, they are, there's some that are so very serious. And I think that that's probably because of the way they were when they were here on earth. But right. then they, they cross and they get really happy right yeah. so they're kind of like can you tell her this this and this and by the way tell her that yeah i was the one that moved her keys uh, so yeah. it's like <laughs> there's just some funny pieces to most things i just think we find so much joy on the other side yeah you know and i think that we are able to really truly be who we were meant to be because we release those things that we are no longer needing yeah when it's done in the right time Definitely. When it's done, yeah. You know, that's that's so comforting to me. There's a, there's a guy, Aubrey Marcus, that I listen to that has a quote. I don't know if it's his quote, but I've heard him say it a couple times. But um, it's, you can tell the spiritual master by the sound of their laughter. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and that really, I mean, every person that I've seen, I've never met, well, not that I know of at least, but, um, you know, the, 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 the the, seeing the Dalai Lama or seeing Gandhi back when he was still alive and seeing these, these Mother Teresa, I mean, yeah. these beautiful spiritual yeah. religious, you know, figures, they have such an immense joy. It's almost like a childlike mm -hmm. joy within them because yeah. like, as you, as you find 
the the happiness and as you find the realness of life you realize how much that you're creating the sorrow and you live in this childlike joy where everything really is brand new and, and wonderful to you Correct. because you're seeing it with the most purest and clear of eyes well and the beauty right the yeah. the piece of oh my gosh wow look what i went through and look where i am now and i'm so happy to be here or for you know i'm i'm not the happiest person all the time but i definitely try because i feel so, so much joy around these gifts and talents now that, trust me, I didn't feel before. Mm, yeah. Right? They were scary. I would imagine, yeah. But I feel so much joy and so much happiness around these now that all I can do is laugh because, <laughs> oh my gosh, look at this guy. He's like smoking a cigar and he's standing over there in the corner. And what does he want to say to me? And how much <laughs> fun can that be, uh -huh. right? So there is joy in the journey. And there is laughter. It's, God, you know what? Spirits really are funny. Mm. I have to tell you that yeah. some of my best moments have been talking to... <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a, a funny father too yes. but yeah so yeah, it's, he makes me laugh every time but it's i feel i've i feel fortunate very mm. fortunate yeah well, i'm very find the fortunate. joy oh thank you adam i i am like just so over the the moon happy that i get to work with you yes yeah. that's been one of the biggest gifts that I didn't know I needed was meeting you and having that work with you, you. Um, having you mentor me and the, the energies that I'm stepping towards and the gifts that I'm figuring out um, and having the uh, just that that warm embracing knowledge of of love that, yeah. that I'm held in a in a safe space. I'm not floundering anymore out there, just trying to like grasp it at spiritual straws. <laughs> literally, I've been learning yeah. the I Ching, the I Ching, gra oh, literally grasping yeah, at spiritual straws. Wow. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> so, in, you know, your your introduction in my life has been um, has been a very very deep blessing and has not gone unnoticed from Thank myself, you. from the loved yes. ones around me. Thank you. Um, and uh, it, it w so, as we start to wrap this up, where can people find you if they need to? to um, just get some advice, maybe reach out to you for a reading, things like that. Wonderful, yeah. As I said before, I've also, I've always been very, and not that I was ashamed of it, because that was never the case. Yeah. It was more, I wanted it to be very authentic and, and, and moving into that, but Spirit's now telling me, uh, get over it, get a website, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, do what you need to do. But uh -huh. So uh, we do have a website that is actually in progress right now, but I do have um, an email address where people can reach me. Perfect. It's holly, H-O-L-L-I-D-H-H -H at gmail.com. Perfect. And please reach out that way for me. Uh, the website will be under cedargrovemedium.com. Beautiful. And that is coming. It's so much fun, but wow, what a work in progress, oh, gosh, right? Oh, yeah. I'm working on my website oh, right now, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, I think that healers are some of the hardest people to get to do the actual work, right? Because sometimes I think we live so much up in our, uh -huh. uh, you know, in our feelings we forget that we need to finish these pieces so it is a work in progress but it is happening and i feel very very fortunate in that lovely yeah that's you know it's funny that's one of the reasons i think why my ego wanted to stick around because he's like i'm good at the admin I stuff i know what i'm doing i know how to budget i, I can do graphic design adam don't leave me alone i'm still here i can help so my spirit's gonna be adam <laughs> 
<laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> Let me know. Anything I can do to help. That I'm would be wonderful. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, Holly, thank you so much for joining me. You are so I, uh, I'm so gifted and blessed to know you and to be in, in your space and to learn from your knowledge. And, uh, and I'm, I'm deeply grateful and, uh, and very, very thankful for you. Thank you, Adam. I indeed am thankful for you. And thank you, Great Spirit, for allowing me this moment. Mm, I appreciate almost. you. We'll Much you love. Time, love. Thank you so much for spending time with Holly and I. Uh, if you have any questions about the content we covered, we'll leave a lot of notes and links in the show notes. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please like this podcast, subscribe to it on your favorite platform, and please, please, please leave comments. They really, really help me figure out the content and the direction of the show. And thank you again. Obeisance and love to you all. We'll see you next time.